0: My name is Judy Lynn Cabal and I want to welcome you to the Making Today Matter podcast. My prayer and desire is just to be an encouragement to anyone who comes across this show. I'm a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I have a passion to help other wives, moms, and ladies be the women that God created them to be. In a culture that's constantly changing and in a world that's fighting for our attention on a daily basis, we need women like you. You matter, today matters, and God can use you to make today matter. So join me as we discover the author who is writing each of our stories and uncover the destiny we each were meant to fulfill. Someone said, he who cannot be a good follower cannot be a good leader. There are countless stories of successful followers. I'm sure you have some stories that you've heard of, um, and maybe you are one of the people um, in these stories. But Aristotle was a follower of Plato before becoming a great philosopher. Warren Buffett worked under Benjamin Franklin for over 10 years before starting his own investment company. Joshua followed Moses for 40 years before leading the people of Israel into the Promised Land. Elisha worked with Elijah for 10 years before taking his place. Peter followed Christ before he became a leader of the Christian faith. Now, what do all these people have in common? Well, before they were given the title or position of leader, they followed first. Leader cannot be a leader without followers. Hashtag, mind blown, right? (laughs) So followers are so vital um, to any society. If you are a leader, who are your followers? Do you have followers, or are they merely just fans of yours? Great leaders are great followers, and great followers become great leaders. You know, so many want to lead, but very few want to serve. So many want to lead, but very few want to follow. You cannot lead if you are not willing to serve or follow first. In Matthew 4, 18 to 19, we have the story of um, Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee, and he sees two brothers, Simon, Peter, and Andrew, casting their nets for fish. And Jesus simply says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of and men. And the next verse says, and they straightway left their nets and followed him. And the next verse, verse 21, and going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Now, what can we learn from just a short passage? I believe Jesus was teaching these brothers something. Um, First, he was teaching them that he meets them where they are. So Jesus meets us where we are. And secondly, Jesus desires for us to follow him. You know, religion has done a lot of good, but also a lot of bad, simply because it is man-made and has convinced people to work in order to get to a place of acceptance. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, Jesus accepts you as you are. You don't need to change who you are. You don't need to change anything about you in order to be accepted by him. Because true change happens from within, and only Christ can change you from the inside out. While many strive for religion, Jesus desires relationship. Religion says do, while Christ says done. Religion says work, while Christ while Christ says come. Religion focuses on your status, while Christ gives you identity. I've heard countless stories and testimonies of people who used to have a certain lifestyle, but when they met Christ, oh, how he changed everything. He made them new. The things they used to do, they no longer did them. The things they used to say, they no longer said them. The places they used to go, they no longer stepped foot inside them. And how is that possible? Because of one person, Jesus Christ. You know, just as Jesus can change an adulterer, a liar, and a murderer into someone who can bring glory to him, he can do the same for you. So come, come just as you are. You know, regardless of how many times you think you failed, and I don't say this carelessly or casually, but God delights. He delights in turning the failures into successes. He delights in turning the nobodies into somebodies. He takes the lowly and he lifts them up. Don't think that you are too far gone, that God can't save you or God can't use you. Don't allow your mistakes from the past or even your your mistakes from the present define who you are. Not only does he meet us where we are, but secondly, he desires for us to follow him. You know, when Jesus approached Simon, Peter, and Andrew, what did they do? They straightway left their nets and followed him. Look at verses 21 to 22. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And they immediately, immediately left the ship and their father and followed Him, You know, not only did Simon Peter and Andrew leave their nets and follow Christ, but James and John left their ship and their father and followed Christ. What these four men demonstrated was faith. Simple faith. They didn't ask questions. They simply stopped what they were doing, left something or someone behind, and followed him. Ladies, I want to encourage you to... Not follow your feelings, but follow Jesus. Don't follow your heart, follow Jesus. Because your heart is deceitful. Just read Jeremiah 17.9. So what does following Christ look like? First, I believe you must be willing to leave something or someone behind. Okay, Just as Simon Peter, Andrew, James, and John left their nets, we must be willing to leave something behind. So often, people go into their new life in Christ with so much baggage, and the problem is not that they have the baggage, because we all do, but rather that they don't cast their baggage to Christ. Instead of allowing Him to carry the pain of the past, sometimes we choose to carry that pain ourselves. Instead of allowing Him to change our plans, we want to change our plans. Sharon T. Kim, somebody that I follow on Instagram, said that we think following Jesus means, quote unquote, I have to be perfect. But in actuality, it's I am loved in my imperfection. We think following Jesus means I have to give up everything. But instead, it's God gives and he takes away. And even in his taking, he is still good. We think following Jesus means people must see me as holy, but in reality, it's People will see me as hungry for God's word. Our perception of things may not always be correct, so we can't rely on our perception. Continuing, not only should we be willing to leave something behind, but secondly, following Christ may get lonely at times. I love this um, quote that I saw, and there was no reference. I'm not sure who said it, but anyways, Jesus fed 5,000, but only 500 followed him after lunch. He had 12 disciples, but only three went further in the garden, and only one stood with him at the cross. The closer you get to the cross, the smaller the crowd becomes. Wow. Isn't that the truth? Charles Spurgeon said, You will never know the fullness of Christ until you know the the emptiness of everything else. What satisfies you, ladies? Or who satisfies you? If it's anything other than Christ... I'm here to remind you that at some point or time, that something or that someone will not bring satisfaction because only Christ can bring true fulfillment, true contentment, and true satisfaction. Everything else will only be temporal. Following Christ is not as popular as you think it is. I wonder how many Christians are more fans of Christ than they are followers of Him. They like the idea of Christ. But how much do they really like Christ and what He stands for? Do we really intimately know Him? Do we know what makes Him angry and jealous? Do we know what He desires of us as His children? Do we know how we are to treat others when they mistreat us? If we don't, we got some work to do. We need to spend more time sitting in His presence getting to know Him, fellowshipping with Him, and not limit our time with Him to just attending church on a Sunday morning, or Sunday night, or just when we need Him. We have enough Jesus fans. We need more Jesus followers. So how about it, ladies? How is your fellowship? Has it been mediocre? Is there something you need to... It may get lonely, but are you ready to be in the minority group of true followers of Christ? Or have you settled for just being a fan of Jesus? Today, that can all change. Come to him just as you are. Let him take your burdens. Let him take your baggage. Find true satisfaction in him alone. Because it is there that you can start to truly follow him.